USA News, I'm Lance Pry. Kevin McCarthy is no longer Speaker of the House. A historic vote yesterday forced by Florida Republican Congressman Matt Gates was able to get every Democrat and just over a half dozen House Republicans to vote to remove him. North Carolina Congressman Patrick McHenry is now acting Speaker until a new Speaker election is held. Word is, a candidate forum for Speaker will be held next Tuesday, with the election being held on Wednesday the 11th. The House will be in recess until next week. The judge and presidential candidate Donald Trump's civil fraud trial in New York has issued a limited gag order. The decision came after Trump made a comment on Truth Social about the presiding judge's clerk being photographed all hugged up with Democrat Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer. Still no winner, so the big prize keeps growing in the already big Powerball jackpot drawing. The next chance to win big comes up later today with an estimated $1.2 billion on the line. If you would so prefer, as most people do, take that lump sum, that would be over $551 million. Former NFL quarterback Brett Favre will be testifying for his involvement in a civil lawsuit regarding alleged welfare fraud. Favre will testify October 26 in Hattiesburg, Mississippi. Favre has denied any wrongdoing and is one of 47 defendants in the case. Back in 2019, Favre donated his money and helped raise funds for a University of Southern Mississippi volleyball building. According to the Mississippi Department of Human Services, Favre was reportedly paid $1.1 million in TANF funds for needy people. After a state audit, Favre paid the money back along with interest. Today is National Taco Day. Mm-hmm. We are USA News. Omaha Steaks is rewriting the book on burgers with an all-new handmade texture for the juiciest home-style burgers you've ever tasted. Their pure ground burgers are made from single cuts of real aged Omaha Steaks. These are truly steaks on a bun. Filet mignon, ribeye, New York strip, sirloin, and even brisket burgers. Now is the time to experience the exclusive burger perfection flight for just $79.99. Go to omahasteaks.com and use promo code TREAT at checkout to get an extra $20 off your order plus free shipping. You'll get four of each pure ground burger so you can sample all the steak on a bun greatness. These burgers are crafted for a juicier, more tender experience, making your mouth water with every single bite. Don't wait. Go to OmahaSteaks.com. Use promo code TREAT at checkout and get $20 off the burger perfection flight and discover your new burger obsession. Minimum order may be required. At AR heating and air conditioning, our main goal is to provide high-quality service without breaking the bank. From maintaining your HVAC units to fixing them when they are down, they are there for you. AR Heating and Air Conditioning offer reasonable prices, reliability, and professional service at a great value. For more information, go to fixmyac.net or call 702-646-4000. Beat the heat and call AR Heating and Air Conditioning today. Welcome to Hash House A Go-Go, where we've been serving farm food and crafted cocktails for over two decades. Visit us for the full Hash House experience at any of our five Las Vegas locations. Hash House A Go-Go is where old school meets new and gets twisted. We bring people together over good food and fun. Come in for breakfast, lunch, or dinner, and come hungry because our portions are huge. Visit us online to see our entire menu at hashhouseagogo.com. Hash House A Go-Go. It's a Midwest thing, and there's nothing else like it. Is your dog suffering from a sensitive stomach? 
Hi, it's Kelly the Cookie Lady from Mooch's Munchies. Our dogs had super sensitive tummies, and I needed to find a low-fat treat that wouldn't give them gas or other issues. Most of the treats on the market were loaded with fillers, chemicals, and chicken fat. Many of them weren't even food. Well, I knew I could do better, so I developed Mooch's Munchies, and I'm happy to be able to share them with you. Stop by our store or our website, moochesmunchies.com, and find out why we say that Mooch's Munchies are totally possum. Zen World Premium CBD offers full and broad-spectrum CBD oil, extracts, and capsules, which are designed to help you feel your best. Their products are sourced from the best organic hemp and natural ingredients on the market and are tested for quality, purity, and potency. They have a full range of items from health and wellness to beauty to pets. Call 725-205-9223. Visit online at zenworld.com or stop by their location at 9895 South Maryland Parkway and Silverado Ranch Parkway. Mention KSHP for 10% off in-store or use code KSHP online for 15% off. The racing is fast and exciting at the picturesque Woodbine and Woodbine Mohawk Park racetracks in Ontario, Canada. Woodbine Standard Bread, home of the Pepsi North America Cup, a summer classic. Pebble Beach in Iran. And Woodbine Thoroughbred, home of the historic King's Plate. But the mighty Philly has devastated them. Full fields, exotic wagers, iconic events. Play Woodbine Thoroughbred and Woodbine Standard Bread today at your favorite wagering location. There are only eight left in the NASCAR playoffs when they come to Vegas. Who will take home the win? Playoff weekend returns, and it's going to be much cooler. It's October 13th through 15th, the South Point 400 NASCAR playoff race. Kids tickets are just $10 on Sunday, free on Saturday. And Friday is free to everyone. That's right, everyone. Concerts, camping, kids fun, we have everything to make the experience one for the memory books. Las Vegas Motor Speedway, October 13th through 15th. Want to bet your favorite horse but can't make it to the race book? South Point Casino's race book has the answer. Come in and sign up for the Nevada Racebook mobile app. For just a $50 minimum deposit, you'll have the racebook right at your fingertips, no matter where you are in Nevada. It's convenient, fun, and easy to use. When you do have time to visit, South Point Casino is the perfect place to be. Our racebook is completely separate from the sportsbook and totally dedicated to the horse player. With 52 overhead TVs, free Wi-Fi, and cocktail service, bring your tablet or smartphone and plug into the USB ports to look up your favorite handicapping website without draining your battery. Want to wager from your seat? No problem with our IPTs. Just sign up, make a deposit, and you're off to the races. Plus, you'll earn points for dining, hotel, movies, entertainment, and the spa just by using the club card when wagering. Whether you want to come in or play from the comfort of your home, South Point Casino's Racebook has you covered. Celebrating over two decades of consecutive broadcasts on the great game of horse racing in Las Vegas, the Race Day Las Vegas show thanks all of our listeners and sponsors for your appreciated support. The following is a Race Day Las Vegas presentation in association with Sirocco Productions Limited on the Race Day Las Vegas radio network.
Live from the gaming capital of the world, time for Race Day Las Vegas, covering the sport of kings with a Las Vegas perspective. Now to the race desk with your host, Ralph Sirocco. From the backstretch to the turf club, at the race books and on the internet, to all horse players around the world, a good morning. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the Race Day Las Vegas radio program for this Wednesday. It is already October, October 4th, 2023. 1042023 is your date. We're in the the month of October, and you know this is truly the March to the Breeders' Cup now. You have 30 days, two hours. 19 minutes and 29 seconds and counting until they start. Until they start the Breeders' Cup. Oh, my, oh, my, oh, my. And we have a big week ahead of us that starts today at Aqueduct. Big week coming up. Explain that in just a moment. We welcome all of our listeners here in Las Vegas, where we emanate and originate all the Race Day Las Vegas radio programs from these studios over the airwaves, Sports Talk, 1400 AM and 107.1 FM. And, of course, all of those other streaming outlets that you can get us in every corner of the world. Like our websites, racedaylasvegas.com.vegas.world.global. Your devices, your iPhones and your Androids, get your app, the KSHP app. Stick it on your devices, and you can hear us now on your devices. And, of course, anywhere you get your podcasting. So we welcome you however, wherever, and whenever. It's uh, 10 minutes after 7 a.m. Pacific time here on this Wednesday morning in Las Vegas. And all I can tell you is uh, it really does feel like uh, fall weather here in Vegas. Anyhow, 59 degrees right now. Right now, it's 59 degrees. We're going to get up to 85 today. That's pleasant because the sun is shining bright. It's going to be that way all throughout the day. And there's no wind at all, just a little trickle of a breeze. So it's a perfect fall afternoon here in Las Vegas as we kick off another racing week, Las Vegas style at Sports Talk 1400, 107.1 FM. Okay, let's take a look. Hey, look, the weather is going to be like that all through the week here in case you're interested in joining us, you know, for the weekend here in Vegas. We're going to get to 90 on Friday and Saturday. Sunday, we're going to get up to 92. And the overnight lows will be in the mid to upper 60s. So we get a little cold snap like the 59 today. We get a little cold snap and then we start uh, creeping up again. Perfect weather, though. It's great. It's going to be great weather here in Las Vegas. That's what it's like here. But now let's see what it's like across the country. Well, looks pretty good up and down the Pacific Coast, Gulf Coast clear. And finally, the Atlantic Coast, after all of that stuff that went through there, is clearing out. So it should be a great, beautiful day for the special Wednesday racing card at Aqueduct. This was the card that was supposed to be run on Sunday. On Sunday was the card that was supposed to be run on Saturday. And Saturday it was a no-moss. So that's how it went, like a, like a dominoes. Bink, bink. 
take Saturday, put it to Sunday, take Sunday, and make a Wednesday. And that's what we got. Special uh, Wednesday card today at uh, Aqueduct. And it looks like the weather's going to be great. The only uh, really uh, weather of concern of any kind is uh, right through the Midwest, from the Great Lakes area right down to Louisiana, right? That swath right in the middle. Got some action going on there. But outside of that, looks pretty darn good across the country. Phoenix 94, that's usually the hot spot in the nation, but Brownsville, Texas, Texas uh, topped that today with 98. It's going to be 98 down there. Uh, New York City, 83. Chicago, 83. So not too bad across the country, that's for sure. Now, as I said, we're marching into the Breeders' Cup, exactly 30 days away until the two-day Breeders' Cup Championship on Friday, November 3rd and Saturday, November 4th. Don't forget, we're having our special annual Breeders' Cup seminar at the South Point, where they love horse players. We're going to have the, the seminar at the Grandview Lounge adjacent to the race book, a nice lounge set up. It's set up for, you know... Um, entertainment at night so it's a perfect setup for you to sit down at the table spread out a little beyond stage and between me will be the john and jonathan's john lendo and jonathan hardoon will be going over the major day of the two the saturday program but they'll also take a look and and uh we'll try to figure out what happened on friday as it applies maybe to handicapping on that saturday it all happens at the uh, south point they have special uh, packages for those of you who want to fly in. We hope you do. And um, it'll be that Friday night, 6 p.m., November 3rd, right after the first day of the Breeders' Cup. And then the next day, we'll be all playing the races in the big ballroom, as we will on that Friday as well, by the way, uh, with the big screen TVs, the bedding windows, food and beverage, and all that good stuff on that Saturday. So come join us. We'll have a lot of fun. And it's turning out to be a very competitive, I think, Breeders' Cup this year. And we hope you join us. Now, as I said before, this is a big week for the uh, the Breeders' Cup. First of all, I want to remind everybody <coughs> that the um, the rankings, the top 10 rankings in the Breeders' Cup Classic came out. Woodward Stakes winner Zandon and the Awesome Again Stakes winner Slow Down Andy made the top 10. Arcangelo maintains the overall lead following the 12th week of this ranking. And so, uh, you know, uh, we've got uh, those two. We got Go Rocket Ride. We got Arabian Night. Uh, just to mention some in the rankings for the, uh, for the Breeders' Cup Classic. The number one ranked horse is Archangelo. Number two is Go Rocket Ride. Number three is Arabian Night. The four is White Abario, who right after his win at Saratoga went right to Southern California, where the Breeders' Cup will be held at Santa Anita. He's been training there ever since, and he's been doing very well down there at Santa Anita. Forte is amongst the horses. Uh, he is number five in the ranking. we got to tell you, 
He's dealing with a quarter crack, but uh, trainer Todd Pletcher said he still has enough time to make the race, but he is dealing right now with a quarter crack forte. He's been a victimized type of horse all year long, hasn't he? Proxy is number six. Bright Future, the seven. Saudi Crown. There's a dangerous one. Ranked eighth. Ushba Tesoro from Japan is ninth. And Mage, your derby winner, in case you forgot, is ranked 10th. Now, that's in the uh, rankings for the Breeders' Cup, okay? But now, here's the deal. This week coming up. From today through Sunday, at Aqueduct, Gulfstream, Santa Anita, Keeneland, and Woodbine, combination of those five racetracks over the next Five days. There will be 32, well, there will be actually 17, 17 Breeders' Cup win and you're in races in the qualifiers at those five tracks in the next five days. 17. And the last 17, by the way, of Breeders' Cup win and you're in races. Overall, across the country, there'll be 32 stakes races, graded stakes races overall. But out of that 32, between Aqueduct, Keeneland, Gulfstream, Santa Anita, and Woodbine, out of those 32 graded stakes races across the week, there's going to be the final 17 Breeders' Cup win in your in races. And two of them are today at Aqueduct. Remember, this was the card that was supposed to be on Sunday, is now today at Aqueduct on a special day. So today, two Breeders' Cup winning your in races for the two-year-olds. The Miss Grillo Stakes, a grade two for the two-year-old fillies, and the Pilgrim Stakes, a grade two for the straight, uh, the Colts and Geldings, etc. two-year-olds. Okay? Mile and 16th. And uh, they will produce two Breeders' Cup winning your in contestants. Now, as we move through the week, Keeneland is going to start on uh, Friday. At Keeneland on opening day there, the Alcibiades Stakes, the Jasmine, and the Phoenix will all be Breeders' Cup winning or in races. And then on Saturday, October 7th, you have the Champagne for two-year-olds at Aqueduct, and the Frisette for two-year-old fillies at Aqueduct. Both grade ones, by the way. Gulfstream Park will hold the Breeders' Cup winning or in the Princess Rooney Invitational for fillies and mares at seven furlongs. And then at Keeneland, oh my, Keeneland's loading them up. The Breeders' Futurity for two-year-olds. The Turf Mile for the milers, three-year-olds and up on the turf. And the Thoroughbred Club of America stakes for the uh, Phillies and Mares at six furlongs. That at Keeneland. And then Santa Anita will rack in three more Breeders' Cup winning your in races on Saturday. They will be the American Pharaoh for two-year-olds, the Chandelier for the two-year-old Phillies, and the Rodeo Drive for the three-year-olds and up Phillies and Mares at a mile and a quarter. And then on Sunday, you have the Futurity at Aqueduct. For the two-year-olds, you have the Bourbon Stakes at Keeneland and the Spinster at Keeneland for the Phillies and Mares, the older division there. 
Those are the Breeders' Cup winning the Rin races, and we're on the table today for two of them as we start out a very important Breeders' Cup prep week for the big, big Breeders' Cup coming up. Okay? Good stuff. By the way, I want to congratulate Tyler Gafflione, who had 25 wins during the uh, September meet at uh, Churchill Downs to take the jockey standings for the fourth straight year of the September meet. Congratulations, Gafflione. And uh, Brad Cox won the trainers. He had 15 winners on the meet. And... Um, we talking about, uh, we're going to talk to Jonathan Hardoon. He has a couple of things to talk about today. And John Lindo as well. Jerry Jay's back with us. And since Aqueduct is running, he'll, he'll be along with us as well. But uh, also want to just mention real quick that uh, Corey Lannery is sitting on a milestone at 4,999 wins. And one more quick note, and that is coming up on Saturday, there will be a pick six. Breeders' Cup Prep Pick 6. A Breeders' Cup Prep Race Pick 6. Encompassing the three Breeders' Cup winning your end races at Santa Anita and the three Breeders' Cup winning your end races at Keeneland. They're going to combine those for a Breeders' Cup winning your end Pick 6 on Saturday. And they informed me that if you're going to bet it on your phone apps, you look for uh, BC Pick 6 on the phone apps, and that'll get you to getting that thing there. All right? All right. And, of course, uh, one final note, and I'm sure this is one that uh, that Jonathan Ardoon will have something to say about. You know, Linda Rice won her appeal in the appellate court against uh, the New York State Gaming Commission for fines the first time around. So what did the New York State Gaming Commission do? It increased the fine for Linda Rice to $100,000. The New York State Gaming Commission on Tuesday approved a $100,000 fine for trainer Linda Rice in an amended penalty that was required after the state appellate court threw out the earlier three-year suspension for her. And it goes on. mm 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 and we're just starting out the week, huh? Yeah. All right, enough said. Time to go to work. When we get back, we'll go to your racing menu, do a little recap, and then uh, off to the races with Jonathan Hardoon. John Lindo will be stopping by. He's got a thought or two, especially coming up this week. He'll have some Linda reports for Keeneland this week as well. And, of course, Jerry Jackowitz with uh, New York and He'll be telling us where he was for the last month. Don't go away. We'll be right back. The racing is fast and exciting at the picturesque Woodbine and Woodbine Mohawk Park racetracks in Ontario, Canada. Woodbine Standard Bread, home of the Pepsi North America Cup, a summer classic. Pebble Beach in Iran. And Woodbine Thoroughbred, home of the historic King's Plate. But the mighty Philly has devastated them. Full fields, exotic wagers, iconic events. Play Woodbine Thoroughbred and Woodbine Standard Bread today at your favorite wagering location. There are only eight left in the NASCAR playoffs when they come to Vegas. Who will take home the win? Playoff weekend returns, and it's going to be much cooler. It's October 13th through 15th, the South Point 400 NASCAR playoff race. Kids tickets are just $10 on Sunday, free on Saturday. And... 
Friday is free to everyone. That's right, everyone. Concerts, camping, kids fun, we have everything to make the experience one for the memory books. Las Vegas Motor Speedway, October 13th through 15th. Want to bet your favorite horse but can't make it to the race book? South Point Casino's Racebook has the answer. Come in and sign up for the Nevada Racebook mobile app. For just a $50 minimum deposit, you'll have the Racebook right at your fingertips, no matter where you are in Nevada. It's convenient, fun, and easy to use. When you do have time to visit, South Point Casino is the perfect place to be. Our Racebook is completely separate from the sportsbook and totally dedicated to the horse player. With 52 overhead TVs, free Wi-Fi, and cocktail service, bring your tablet or smartphone and plug into the USB ports to look up your favorite handicapping website without draining your battery. Want to wager from your seat? No problem with our IPTs. Just sign up, make a deposit, and you're off to the races. Plus, you'll earn points for dining, hotel, movies, entertainment, and the spa just by using the club card when wagering. Whether you want to come in or play from the comfort of your home, South Point Casino's Racebook has you covered. from drf.com is the exclusive past performance content provider for the race day las vegas show all right back on race day las vegas and uh, i want to remind everybody too that um, the joe hirsch classic the turf classic at a mile and a half that was supposed to be run on Sunday was not, and everybody knew about that. That's rescheduled. That's going to come up on Saturday as well at uh, Aqueduct. In addition to all of the uh, races uh, that are scheduled, the Joe Hurst Turf Classic will also be rescheduled for Saturday. But I want to remind everybody, it's not a Breeders' Cup winning your in-race, but it was not run and uh, has been rescheduled for Saturday. Hopefully, the turf course and the weather will be nice on Saturday in New York. They did have three stakes races that were scheduled uh, for uh, Saturday that uh, raced on Sunday. And uh, one of them was a Breeders' Cup winning and win. Of course, that was the Vosburg at seven furlongs where Cody Swish won again. How tough is this horse? Cody's Wish, Bill Mott, Junior Alvarado paid $2.30 as money in the bank. Accredive was second and Great Navigator was third. But boy, you see something else? Mm. In the Gallant Bloom on Sunday, the winner there was uh, Caramel Swirl, Junior Alvarado for Bill Mott. So Mott and Alvarado teamed up to win both the Vosburg and the Gallant Bloom. Uh, Caramel Swirl paid uh, $3.90, outrunning Sterling Silver and Headland. And then in the third of the three stakes races, the Woodward, as we mentioned earlier, Zandon won the Woodward to get into the top 10 in the Breeders' Cup rankings. Chad Brown trained, Flavian Pratt ridden, $4 even, outrunning Film Star and Law Professor that on uh, Sunday at Aqueduct, and I do believe that Mr. Hardoon might be talking about a race or two from uh, Aqueduct on Sunday. On uh, Sunday, of course, you know that we had uh, Gino Buccalo on for uh, Woodbine, uh, and uh, uh, there were two stakes races, the Ontario Damsel, won by Forever Dixie, with Pat Husbands aboard paying six forty, outrunning solo album Love to Shop, and in the third jewel of the Canadian Triple Crown, the Breeders' 
uh, stakes. The horse that uh, Gino said he liked a lot, the horse that he uh, said was pointing specifically for this race, won it. That touch and ride, touch and ride with Kazuchi Kimura aboard for Lane Guilford, uh, paid $10.20 as uh, the winner there. And one of the two link-ups that uh, Gino mentioned in the exacta did run second. That was Elysian Fields. And uh, two-way crossing finished third in the Breeders uh, on Sunday at Woodbine. So thanks a lot there there for Gino for uh, giving us uh, that winner. And at Santa Anita on Sunday, four stakes races. The Zenyatta won by Adair Manor, which was nothing more than an afternoon workout. John uh, Juan Hernandez on for Bob Baffert, paying $2.20. This was the fifth straight win in a row and the uh, fourth graded stakes races for this one. Desert Dawn was second. Micro Share was third. And then in the Unzip Me stakes that followed that, Ruby Nell was uh, the winner there. Edwin Maldonado for Dick Mandela at 520, outrunning fast and shiny and free and humble. The Tokyo City Cup at a mile and a half on the main track, won by Miss the Cut. That favorite with Umberto Respoli paid 320 for John Sadler. Outrunning Miss Today Goodbye and Azul Coast in a four-horse field. And in the John Henry Turf Championship, the winner there was Balladeer. Went gate to wire under Victor Espinosa for trainer George Papapadromo, paying $15 even. And we will be talking to John Lindo about that payoff at $15 even for Balladeer. Master of Foxhounds was second, and uh, Speaking uh, Scout was third in that stakes race. And we want to thank Jerry J. He gave us a winner at uh, Santa Anita on uh, Sunday. Positivity uh, winning the uh, eighth race there. And so it goes. All right, time to get to the uh, racing menu. That's what we got to do. We got to get to that racing menu for today. Reminding you, a special Wednesday card at Aqueduct. Yeah. All right, so here's uh, your racing menu for today, Wednesday, the fourth day of October 2023. First post times we broadcast on this racing menu each and every day. Reflect that at the Pacific Time Zone. So if you're here in Las Vegas listening at Sports Talk 1400 AM, 107.1 FM, these will be the post times. That rollout in our race books today. We are in the Pacific Time Zone. If you're listening anywhere else, on any different, all of the different streaming we have to you, wherever you're at, in any time zone that you're at, adjust it to the Pacific Time Zone because that's what we broadcast as first post times on this racing menu. I don't want you to miss anything like I miss mom and dad. Okay, so here we go. We begin with Delaware Park. Delaware Park has eight races. Their first post time is 9.30. 9.30, Delaware. Yeah. All right, next up comes uh, Parks Racing. And you know the deal with the Parks Racing with uh, the two pick five jackpot carryovers, 125,617 and 138,649. You can figure that out. Ten races today. First post time is at 940. Then we go to Aqueduct. Belmont at the Big A. On a special racing card today featuring the uh, card that was supposed to be held on Sunday will be there today featuring the two Breeders' Cup winning your in races for two-year-olds. The Miss Grillo will go as the fifth race and the uh, Pilgrim will go as the seventh race. Ten races overall today at uh, Aqueduct in the first post time of 10.05. 10.05 today at Aqueduct. Finger Lakes has eight races. 
their first post down at Finger Lakes, 10-15. Horseshoe Indianapolis, 12 races today. They've got two quarter horse races out of the 12. The first 10 will be thoroughbreds, and there will be four $100,000-plus stakes races over the 7th, 8th, 9th, and 10th. The Miss Indiana for two-year-old fillies will be the 7th. The Indiana Futurity for two-year-olds will be the 8th. The Too Much Coffee Stakes will be the 9th. And the Cardinal will be the 10th. Big day of racing at Horseshoe Indianapolis. And their first post time for their 12-race card is 11.20. Presque Isle Downs has eight races. Their first post time is 12 high noon. And then we wrap it up with Remington Park. Remington, nine races, first post time, 5.05. That is your racing menu today with uh, kind of a special kick with Aqueduct uh, running today. And uh, looks like it's going to be good weather there. Let's find out. Jonathan Hardoon, good morning. Good morning, Ralph. How are you? Doing fine. Weather is really nice now in your part of the country, huh? It will be until the weekend. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, they canceled the Joe Hirsch on Sunday. Yeah. They just left uh, race six blank, and they gave you an hour between the fifth and seventh race. But it's fine because they needed a half hour to figure out the stupid double DQ, uh, which occurred in the fifth race on Sunday, which was a disgrace. The oh. winner certainly should not have come down. He bothered the four horse, but the four horse was done by the time he went by him, and uh, they, they double DQ to put up a three to five shot. So, all right, I'm sure a lot all of right, let's happy, let, but. let's let's set the table because I know a lot of people are saying, "Well, what is he talking about?" The fifth race at Aqueduct was the Gallant Bloom Stakes. The placed winner through this disqualification was Carmel Swirl. We told you about it, Alvarado and Mott, and, and was the favorite three ninety. Placed second was Sterling Silver. Placed third was Headland. And the horse that you're talking about that was bothered, Begin, uh, wasn't anywhere to be found at the end. So tell me what exactly yeah, if happened. Gonna, if you're taking down Sterling Silver, you have to put him behind Begin because he was the only one, you know, that got bothered. I think, it, I mean, it was a joke. They put up a three to five shot. People were going nuts. I mean, and rightfully so, Ralph, I have to tell you. And if they're taking down... Sterling Silver for bothering Begin. Why was he not placed fifth? So, in other words, who finished fourth? In other words, they determined that Sterling Silver was the culprit. But if he bothered Begin, who finished off the board, how how did they? Uh, so they flipped uh, him and Caramel Swell. Swell is that it? They took down two horses. They took down the first two finishers, Sterling Silver and, and Headland. Headland, yeah. Right, who finished second? Carmel Swirl finished third. They're uh-huh. saying they made a sandwich out of Carmel Swirl. Oh, not true. Okay. Go watch the replay. All right. So they say Not only that the winner won by five. The winner won by four on the charts, but it looked like more than that. To be honest with you, it was as easy a winner as you could have at six to one, and he came down. So that obviously that that little uh, determinator uh, that they use sometimes. Uh, uh, that uh, the incident caused a placing didn't uh, didn't happen there because the horse won easily. Exactly. Yeah. And and, and the four was not cost a position. The whole thing doesn't. I mean, uh, you know, they they gave a terrible explanation for whatever reason that they did. They said that the two and six sandwiched the one, therefore the one goes ahead of the two and six, which is wrong. They had the wrong license plate there. Sorry. They made a boo-boo. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, all right. Now we get we got that out of the way, that's for sure. 
And uh, now looking ahead to uh, Breeders' Cup, a big week with all the Breeders' Cup winning their in uh, races, preps for the uh, Breeders' Cup. Should be a, a great week. I hope sincerely that we can get the um, the races in at Aqueduct on somewhat of a uh, decent racetrack. Well, you can't control the weather. That's no. the way it goes. No. You know, you can, it's going to be warm all week, and then it's supposed to dip down like 20 degrees and get oh. cooler, but they're unfortunately expecting rain. So enjoy the weather at the Big A. For the next few days, it's going to change. I do want to make this comment because I, I, I talked about the special Breeders' Cup prep pick six that they're going to have for all the Breeders' Cup winning or win races, three at San Anita and three at Keeneland on Saturday and how to look for it on your app. The races they are going to use will be the Thoroughbred Club of America Stakes at Keeneland, the Turf Mile at Keeneland, and the Breeders' Futurity at Keeneland. And the other three will be held at Santa Anita are the American Pharaoh, the Chandelier, and the Rodeo Drive. So that's going to be that special uh, Breeders' Cup prep pick six. Like that? I like the idea, but I just don't like the, the way they deliver it. The problem is they should have, like, a special spot in the program where you have these six races uh-huh. in consecutive order that you can look at it, like whether it be in the form or in the program. You can't start flipping pages at two different tracks. You know, it's just going to be too confusing. If they lay it out right, it could work. You and know, and I think it's I think it's important to put the post time of that pick six on the West Coast and the East Coast, you know, in those editions uh, for exactly. those time for those time zones, and also tell people how to either ask for it if you're live at the track when you go to the window, and of course how you uh, you know get to it if you're on a, a phone betting app. I think that's important to get that in print. And you're right that if they're going to do that, they should do that. And by the way, they should also yeah, tell right you that... Way. Uh, first of all, it will help handle. If you do it the right way, yeah. people will get it. Once it becomes a headache and, and a problem that I have to flip races, three of them uh, in California, then go find another three races at Keelan, it just becomes too confusing. People don't want to deal with it. You have enough betting opportunities where you don't have to squeeze in another one. If you're squeezing in the other one, make it as easy as possible for people to make the bet. Yeah, and, and not only that, uh, you know, I know that the racing forum would love to tell, sell two editions to it to, to cover that, but in all ens- essence, they should have, like you said, all six races following each other on a special uh, portion of the racing forum of the yeah, East Coast the and the West Coast. Turn to page, turn to page 15 or whatever yeah. the racing forum, and you'll see all six races together. So they'll print it twice. Who cares? You yeah. can't always go after the player. You know, eat something on your own end to help the game once in a while. Well, there you have it. There it is. And uh, that's all there is to that, huh? Was I wrong? <laughs> I don't. I, I am always for the players. I'm always for okay. the players. My philosophy has always been from day one on this show, whenever you make a decision about horse racing, whether it be from the management side player any anybody anybody making a decision on anything to do with horse racing if you can answer the question yes to just two two questions if if it's yes on both of them then do it and that is is it good for the horse and is it good for the player if those two things you could say yes to go ahead and do it that should be the model of the game yes and uh well we've got that settled you know 
we, you know, we're, we're settling stuff. One more today. thing on the bladder here, Ralph. Uh, yes, yes, sir. Linda Rice. Linda oh. Rice fought this case with her suspension for three years, and yep. she won. She won. They threw it out. Mm-hmm. However, they gave her a $50,000 fine. So, you know, usually when you go to court, you lose the case, you pay the fine. Done deal, so right? Done, the, 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 court, the court's yeah. the last thing. Done deal, right? That's it. They yeah. stand by bang the gavel. And that's it. Yeah. Next, turn the page, next case. Yeah. Kind of, uh, Naira did kind of what Churchill did to Baffert. After Baffert served his two-year suspension, well, they now decided, well, maybe that's not enough. Even though he served his suspension and he went to court and he lost the case and everything else, and they gave him two years and now they want to extend that further. Well, Naira kind of did the same thing to Linda Rice. She went, she won the case. She's paying the penalty, the fine of 50000 And they all of a sudden say, well, you know what? Fifty thousand isn't enough. Let's make it a hundred. So if they suspended her, they would have, she would have saved fifty thousand, but she would have lost three years worth of business and everything else. Oh, that you so can't do that. You can't move the goalpost after the decision. It's just not right. No. It's wrong. It's a terrible thing, and that's just the way it goes. Yeah. Now I got to tell you, um, I guess you know, Heiss is supposed to be this overseer nationally over these uh-huh. right. right? But at the same time, when these things like this happen, the racetracks upon themselves do it, which is, uh, to be perfectly honest, I don't, I don't think what uh, New York Racing Association did was right. But I think that it's under their jurisdiction. They shouldn't have it under national. And they didn't because HISA, this wasn't a HISA ruling. This was a New York ruling. And I think that is exactly why they've got this new bill that they're trying to push through that uh, will, you know, disband Heisen, put something else in there, right? Give it back to the states or whatever yeah. they did. Listen, Heisen, again, we say it all the time on the show, Heisen was a good idea. They had good intentions. Yeah. Just a total failure, though, in my opinion. It's a mess. It's not working. And uh, the salaries they're paying these people, which, by the way, will be handed down to the players sooner or later when they start raising the takeout because who's going to pay these exorbitant salaries that these people are getting for basically doing nothing? Well, it's government, pal. (laughs) Come on. I I don't even think you have to say that. (laughs) All right. Well, we got a special day of racing today at Aqueduct. It's kind of nice to kick off the week with something special out there and and Aqueduct. And, you know, two Breeders' Cup winning your in races are on the line for the two-year-olds. How do you approach the two-year-olds with your handicapping method? Well, I certainly look at the numbers that they've run. The problem is there isn't a big enough history on most of these sources. Right. For example, today, they're running one and two races, and uh, for the most part, the, the numbers are pretty close to each other. Everyone's within a couple of points. So you could look at connections, you could look at breeding, or you could just avoid those races, you know. Uh-huh. And uh, that's probably what I'm going to do. There was a 10-to-1 shot in the fifth race that I was interested in. Brad Cox sends out Gold Lightning, who ran once, and she was extremely uh, impressive in her career debut at Saratoga. She went off at 14 to 1 that day. You're not going to see many Bradcock horses go off at that price no. and win as easily as she did. So she may have a nice, uh, bright future ahead of her. But again, it's a pretty evenly matched group, very uh, short on experience. Uh, most of the horses have one or two starts at most. Mm-hmm. So those are hard, hard races to, to uh, 
really handicapped, and, to be honest with you. And when you're talking about connections, would you then uh, say, you know, look for trainers that have a penchant of getting horses ready or trainers that uh, start their horses right. and, and have them work into shape with experience in a, in a race, right? I mean, th- those are the things you're Exactly. Okay. Yeah. I mean, listen, you look at trainers. So, Pletcher has a couple of horses in the in the first one, in the fifth race, in the Miss Grio. Uh, again, Pletcher has a couple. Chad Brown has a few. I mean, you got all the good trainers, too. So, you can only use that system as far as it goes because when you're getting into the good trainers they're kind of interchangeable you know you have the good ones that that their horses usually perform well what are you going to do you can't bet them all uh, of the two races uh, with Breeders' Cup winning are in, the Pilgrim still has nine going, and in the Miss Grillo, there is one scratch, and that is number one, uh, a pellet, I guess is how you would pronounce it. The one horse is out of uh, the Miss Grillo. All right. Uh, well, we know you have... One of the, uh, one of the Todd, uh, Todd Pletcher horses is out, correct? Yeah, the one. The one. Uh, okay. Um, we know you got a, a Hardoon sheet out there, so what are you going to do for us today? We're going to look at the second race today, six furlongs on the main track. And by the way, a beautiful day. It's going to warm up to the 80s here today, so that's really good. I like the number five horse in here, Print Tech. Print Track, I should say. I'm uh-huh. sorry. Print Track is a four-year-old who was claimed back in August 30th by trainer Rudy Rodriguez. Mm-hmm. Freshen the horse up, brings him back now for 32000 Jose Gomez aboard to ride. He's listed at 92 on the morning line. I like number five, Print Track to win today's second race out at the Big A, Belmont, at Aqueduct. Print Track, the five horse in the second race, Jonathan Ardoon's play, the five in the second. Don't forget, he's got a full sheet for Aqueduct today to start out this interesting week uh, and certainly a pivotal week for Breeders' Cup horses in the uh, second race today at Aqueduct, the five. And get the rest right now uh, where you get your stuff for Jonathan, right, John? J-O-N-H-A-R-D-O-O-N.com. Thank you, Ralph. Stay safe. I'll see you tomorrow. All right. You got him, my man. We are now going to be in search of John Lindo. I got to ask him about a race uh, there at, uh, at Santa Anita on Sunday. And then, of course, we'll wrap it up with Jerry J. He's got uh, a sheet uh, for today at Aqueduct as well. So don't go away. We'll be right back. Only eight left in the NASCAR playoffs when they come to Vegas. Who will take home the win? Playoff weekend returns, and it's going to be much cooler. It's October 13th through 15th, the South Point 400 NASCAR playoff race. Kids tickets are just $10 on Sunday, free on Saturday. And Friday is free to everyone. That's right, everyone. Concerts, camping, kids fun, we have everything to make the experience one for the memory books. Las Vegas Motor Speedway, October 13th through 15th. Racing is fast and exciting at the picturesque Woodbine and Woodbine Mohawk Park racetracks in Ontario, Canada. Woodbine Standard Bread, home of the Pepsi North America Cup, a summer classic. Pebble Beach in Iran. And Woodbine Thoroughbred, home of the historic King's Plate. But the mighty Philly has devastated them. Full fields, exotic wagers, iconic events. Play Woodbine Thoroughbred and Woodbine Standard Bread today at your favorite wagering location. Want to bet your favorite horse but can't make it to the race book? South Point Casino's race book has the answer. 
Come in and sign up for the Nevada Racebook mobile app. For just a $50 minimum deposit, you'll have the Racebook right at your fingertips, no matter where you are in Nevada. It's convenient, fun, and easy to use. When you do have time to visit, South Point Casino is the perfect place to be. Our Racebook is completely separate from the sportsbook and totally dedicated to the horse player. With 52 overhead TVs, free Wi-Fi, and cocktail service. Bring your tablet or smartphone and plug into the USB ports to look up your favorite handicapping website without draining your battery. Want to wager from your seat? No problem with our IPTs. Just sign up, make a deposit, and you're off to the races. Plus, you'll earn points for dining, hotel, movies, entertainment, and the spa just by using the club card when wagering. Whether you want to come in or play from the comfort of your home, South Point Casino's Racebook has you covered. Back on race day, Las Vegas, and uh, now we're at time to uh, bring in John Lindo. I'll chew a little fat here about uh, what's going on in Southern California. I know they're uh, we're getting all those prep races for the Breeders' Cup this week, uh, uh, John. And I know there are there are several horses there at Santa Anita already training for the Breeders' Cup, right? Absolutely, yeah. Steve Asselson, first of all, good morning. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, Steve Asselson, Brad and Clarier, uh, and a number. I think four or five of his are already here, and. You've seen Rick Dutro brought in uh, White Abario a, a few weeks ago. Yeah. Now, interesting note by Steve Anderson this week. You know, he worked back on September the 20th, and then he was supposed to work back on on uh, uh, the following week. And the vets in the morning check, they would not let him work. Uh oh. Yeah. So he missed the work, and he was able to work again this week. So there's a, there's a little gap between the two works at Santa Anita. And that was because those vets who check your horses out the morning of when they have to work, mm-hmm. uh, they would not allow him to work. So we'll follow this and see where this goes. So that was kind of the, the news of the week about, uh-oh, there might be a problem here going on. So uh, we'll, we'll, we'll see what happens. But he did get a work in this week, and we'll see if the pattern is steady going into the Breeders' Cup. And we do remember uh, some of the uh, other Eastern trainers that have come out in the last couple of years. I think at Del Mar and maybe even at San Anita a couple of times, they get there with the horses and they prevented them from running because they uh, did not pass the pre-race uh, uh, the exam, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. And don't don't expect this to be the last thing that happens like this. Uh, you know, uh, I think the protocols in California are more strict than anywhere else in the country. So they, you know, maybe part of the reason getting out here, letting these vets get to know their horses a little bit yeah. and see how they go just so they can make sure they get to the races. Yeah, no kidding. Uh, that's going to be because, uh, you know, it's at the Breeders' Cup is at San Anita, so we're going to have to deal with that, that's for sure. But the one thing that uh, I just can't get used to dealing with, and other gamblers are the same, and it uh, it was really glaring on Sunday in the uh, – in the uh, John Henry Turf Championship. Now, Balladeer goes wire to wire. It was 15 to 1 on the morning line, and it was pretty close to that price, or maybe a couple of ticks lower than that, when he went into the starting gate, and he goes gate to wire and wins. And you know, I said, I broadcast the price. He pays $15 even to win. That's a drop. 
Yeah, you know, it, it hasn't happened as often. With, with We saw Delmar cut back some of those rebates to the computer-assisted wagers. Uh, but and, and Santa Anita has done some work on that, too. Uh-huh. But it, it, it still happens. And all I can tell you, if you're playing on a regular basis, make sure you check the will pays and the daily doubles and the pick threes. It'll give you a much more realistic idea of what the post-time price is going to be on a horse than what you see on the tote board. Unfortunately, that's just the way it is nowadays. People will come in late. There's a lot of money that comes in late. Those odds are going to switch. And uh, those those rolling bet will pays are a lot more accurate than the tote board, which is very hard to explain to new horse players coming out thinking I'm betting on a 10-to-1 shot. Mm-hmm. And they go around the track and you win and you look at them you got 6-to-1. Yeah. That doesn't happen when you play fixed odds when you bet your sports. Right. And that's the problem we're going to have as far as you know, appearances to the to new wagers. Uh, Hong Kong Harry, a big winner over uh, the weekend as well. I understand uh, their connections say they're going to pass the Breeders' Cup? Yeah, that was never on the radar, Ralph. He's not eligible for the Breeders' Cup. Oh. So to run, they'd have to nominate him to the Breeders' Cup, which would be about $200,000 plus the entry fees. Because mm-hmm. that was, uh, So you're looking at $260,000 to run in the Breeders' Cup. It doesn't make business sense. So he will go to the Seabiscuit at Del Mar in November. Uh, well, yeah, you're right. I mean, it's almost like uh, an even money bet at that point if he wins. If he wins, right. And, uh, you know, you know that race is going to be tougher because the Euros are be coming. So, yeah. uh, uh, you know, if it's my horse, and he's a gelding, you don't get any extra stud value if he wins the Breeders' Cup. So you're just looking for the money and keeping him happy, that's for sure. Now, of course, uh, over the weekend, the Arc de Triomphe uh, ran. It was almost like non-existent here uh, on the radar ski- scene in, in uh the U.S. of A., because uh, more likely than not, a winner of that race doesn't come over for the Breeders' Cup anymore. He's not, but the runner-up Westover is. And I'll tell you this, Ralph, you, you better check the results of these races from, from Longchamp over the weekend, yeah. only because the usual case is that it's a bog. It's really deep and, and slow and heavy because of the rain in France. This year they've had a warming trend, and those races were run on almost a firm turf. They were going right over the top of the ground like they do in Southern California. Mm-hmm. So I think the form of the winners and horses that are, that are coming from France from those races, it's going to hold up out here. So take a look at those results and, and see who's coming. But uh, the second and third finishers from the ARC are supposed to be coming for the Breeders' Cup. And they both ran well. Westover is a Judmont horse. I don't remember the third-place finisher. Mm-hmm. But you might want to pull up those charts or watch those films going into the Breeders' Cup. Now, uh, John, do you have, uh, because you and Jonathan will be doing all that work for the, uh, the folks out there, the listeners, and uh, certainly you'll be uh, highlighting that as well as the other handicapping elements to the uh, unusual but uh, spectacular Breeders' Cup championship. And that will be, of course, at the seminar on uh, November uh, 4th which is uh, the after the first day of uh, competition is over at the uh, South Point, the South Point Breeders' Cup Seminar at the, uh, at the uh, lounge, the uh, Grandview Lounge. The Grandview Lounge, yeah. yeah. And uh, so you guys will be doing that work. But if for folks that uh, want out there want to kind of take a look at those races and all that, where would they go, you think, to have the best shot of getting that information? Yeah, the best place to go is to the YouTube. You can pull up a 2023 Arc de Triomphe. Uh-huh. You, you can get a film of the race there, mm-hmm. and you can see those. But if you and you, you know if you get the list of the stakes races, and I'm sure Daily Racing Form will have some of those results. Uh, starting on Friday's edition, they'll start doing those Breeders' Cup previews 
of the horses in the different categories. Right. And you start keeping track of those starting Friday in daily racing form. Yeah, they, uh, they'll they put down the two days of horses expected to be in those particular races and all that stuff there. It'll, it'll, it's good coverage, no doubt about that. But we'll, uh, we'll have it all set and ready to go for that uh, seminar, the Breeders' Cup seminar. All right, look. Uh, no racing in Southern California today. We're going to give you a tomorrow off to do your honeydew list, but tell everybody uh, what your uh, uh, the Lindo report is going to cover this week. Well, as usual, we do Southern California. and Santa Anita comes back Friday. They race through Monday, so Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, uh-huh. and huge cards at uh, Keeneland. I'm going to do the opening weekend for sure. Uh, the Friday, Saturday, and Sunday cards for this weekend have already drawn huge fields, Good quality races, all kinds of Breeders' Cup winning. You're in races, oh, and uh, wow, so we'll yeah. do those every every day as well. Yeah, good stuff. That's uh, that's for sure. An exciting week of racing leading up to the Breeders' Cup this week, and you'll be covering it with the Lindo Report. Every one of those Lindo reports are available free of charge, only in one place here in Las Vegas, Nevada. Complimentary Lindo Reports at the South Point Racebook because they love horse players. All right, get started on your list. We'll talk to you on uh, Friday. <laughs> I'll get the list going right now, Ralph. Good luck today. All right. You got it, my man. Now we're going to go to uh, Jerry Jackowitz, who I guess uh, his little vacation was a good freshener for him because he came up with two winners for us on Sunday, one winner at Santa Anita and another winner at Aqueduct. Uh, Jerry, good morning. Yeah, good morning, Ralph. Just like uh, falling off a log, eh? Yeah. So <laughs> you're, you're, I'm going to give you two minutes to tell us about uh, where you've been for a month. Well, we were in Spain, and then we finished in Portugal. And we went from uh, Madrid to uh, Toledo to Valencia to Malaga to Sevilla to Lisbon, actually just outside of Lisbon, a place called Estoril, and then home. And uh, it was tremendous. I I recommend it. And I will tell you this, if you don't like to travel but you like to eat, the food was fantastic. So, <laughs> Now, let me ask you this. Did you do it with a, a certain package, a tourist package, no. or did you guys just plan it out yourself and no. do it? Well, I didn't have anything to do with the planning. Bobby J takes care of that. And All right. She's so, a fantastic, and she's fantastic at it, so she's so, no uh, reason. One final. She doesn't, she doesn't handicap horses, and I don't plan trips. And so one final thing is, was there any criteria to the places that she selected and go to? Did you have family or something there, or just decided these are the well, places? Actually, we did have family in the last stop outside oh. of Portugal, so that that did uh, affect why we picked Estoril as opposed to some other location, so we could be near our, uh, her cousin. But um, you know, I I, I kind of ask her, and she kind of tells me, and I kind of I kind of get it. Just that this was this was where the right hotel was to the right set of museums oh, to I the see. right area she you know she just kind of gets the feel for it and knows knows where to place us and she does an incredible i really have to say i should pay her but uh <laughs> i married her so yeah so that disqualified her okay time to get started we got a special card today at aqueduct this was sunday's card now here on wednesday and you have uh, jerry j's power page available right now for all the races today at the big a that is of course at jerry j's powerpage.com so give me some winners all right, let's try the seventh race for our first play, Ralph. Mm-hmm. Let me just click over here and click over here. Um, something actually I, ha- I had a little bit of, Triple Espresso, the seven horse yeah. for Todd Pletcher. Okay. Uh, this call, we're on the turf. This is only for the turf. First time on the turf, just kind of laid at the back of the pack and flew home. Fractions of the race were totally against them. And, uh, you know, this was a little stakes race for first time out. And he has confidence in this horse. And I think... 
I think this Colt will run better today. So I, I like the seven a lot. Four to one. I'll probably go down to five to two. Okay. Take the seven over the one, three, eight, nine. Small reverses. The seven. Triple espresso in the seven. All right. The Pilgrim Stakes uh, for two year olds. The seven is the key. That's the seventh race. The seven. And the link ups are one, three, eight, and nine in reverse. Two dollar ROI in the seven. And we got uh, ten. And we got fifteen seconds to get another one. All right. We'll go to the next race. Uh, we'll take number seven, Miranda's Rocky, mm-hmm. uh, for again. We'll take the seven over the one, two, five, eight, and reverse. Any one of these horses could be my key, but I did like the seven a little bit, and the price is right. All right. So I want to remind everybody again, the next race is the eighth race, and then the eighth race, he likes the seven, Miranda's Rocky, at 10 to 1 on the morning line. The seven, the key uh, horse, and the link-ups are one, two, five, and eight, and reverse. $2 ROI on the 7. And we got a Jerry J's Power Page rolling double. 7th race, the 7. 8th race, the 7. Easy to remember. A pair of 7s in the rolling double. That's the way we'll end the show today. Go ahead and say it, Jerry. Have a great race day, everybody. <laughs>